a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch, bringing you the news you need for this Monday, February 13th. Covering St. Louis City Hall. A bill providing legal counsel to tenants slated for eviction has been perfected by the St. Louis Board of Aldermen. Alderwoman Christine Ingrazia is in support of the bill, but Alderwoman Sharon Tyus questions why she, as a good landlord, should be punished. Well, maybe they won't have to pay all the money. Yes, they should have to pay all the money. If you got where I live, if you rent from me and I keep my apartment up and you get in trouble, it is not my responsibility to provide housing. I am not the government. Alderwoman Annie Rice supports the bill and says it doesn't prevent tenants from being evicted. What this bill does is establishes the right to counsel. It doesn't say anyone must be allowed to remain in a in an apartment or a home. It does not say it's not actually any rental assistance. There's no money involved in this. Board Bill 180 is expected to have enough votes for passage. Maria Kina, KMOX News. As KMOX reported over the weekend, Mayor Tashara Jones, public information officer, has met with some LGBTQ business owners in the Grove following several threats. Nick Dunn is also the mayor's LGBTQ liaison. We were able to sit down and kind of walk through what the next steps would look like, both in terms of, you know, everyday, you know, public safety concerns, as well as the bigger issue of, um, you know, anti-LGBTQ hate. Dunn says the business owners, St. Louis Police, the FBI, and Pride St. Louis also talked about other public safety issues, such as car thefts and break-ins. Starting today, Metrolink says it's taking some trains out of service this week due to issues with the camera systems. The light rail says it will operate a mix of single-car trains and normal two-car trains, but adds it won't impact the daily schedule. Metro Transit says camera systems on several of the oldest Metrolink cars are in need of repair due to voltage issues. The agency says they're temporarily being taken out of service to ensure the safety of customers. St. Louis County Police looking for two women missing since early Sunday morning. An endangered person advisory issued for Charity Neeson and Natalie Vivian. They were last seen on Mel Avenue around 4 a.m. Sunday. Neeson is 5'2", 180 pounds with blonde hair and brown eyes. Vivian, 4'11", 207 pounds with blonde hair, hazel eyes. Both women were last seen getting into a silver Nissan Sentra or Altima. An investigation into a Lime residential fire is underway. Lime Fire Protection District Lieutenant Jason Bryce said in a release, firefighters were called to the 100 block of Lime Gardens Drive Saturday night. When they arrived, the house was heavily involved in fire. One person rescued with moderate injuries. Two dogs did not survive the fire. The St. Louis Regional Bomb and Arson Unit is investigating the cause unknown. It's also not known if there were operational smoke detectors in the home. 60% of the officers surveyed were either considering leaving the state and being an officer in another state or getting out of the profession entirely. That's Chair of Trustees for the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police, Terry Trueblood, on the number of police officers getting out of the business. He adds recruitment has been extremely difficult. He can't go through a complete reduction in law enforcement and expect the problems out on the street to get better. Because in effect, it's, it's a way to defund if you make it so unappetizing to be in law enforcement, then what are you going to get? Trueblood tells KMOX that's why starting June 1st, all Illinois law enforcement officers will be offered peer counseling if they're exhibiting mental health problems. The counseling will first be provided by active and retired police officers. Should more intervention be required, they'll be in clinical professionals. But Trueblood says it's important for the officers to be able to talk with someone who understands what they're going through. 
With President Biden's State of the Union address behind us, what now is on the minds of KMOX political analysts Hancock and Kelly? Appearing on Total Information AM Sunday, Democrat Michael Kelly said it looks like China needs to be a big concern. The real problem we have is that our economy is so dependent on a group that appears as though they're no longer passive in their uh, wanting to take over the world, but completely active. Republican John Hancock said we're fortunate to have many rivers and lakes in the Midwest, but... There's many places, many well-populated places in this country where access to water is going to become increasingly more challenging. Brad Choate, KMOX News. Puppy Bowl broke new ground. 122 adoptable puppies, one of those from Missouri, divided into Team Rough and Team Fluff. Dan Shackner was the referee, or rougherie, and says that represented 67 shelters nationwide. This is not the Westminster Dog Show, okay? We're seeing puppies in all their realness, <laughs> and um, you have to be up for adoption. That's really, really it. One of those puppies, Arwen, represented the Humane Society of Missouri, a 17-week-old chocolate brown lab with blue eyes who's currently staying with her foster family. KMOX Sports from the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. I've told y'all before the season, we got we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. At the end of the day, we're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're going we're gonna to celebrate this right here, baby. We're going to celebrate this the, the right way. He is some player. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of the Super Bowl and the NFL. Mahomes, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, says he never paid attention to the naysayers. Eagles were favored by a point and a half. Chiefs came out with a victory. 38-35 on a 27-yard field goal by Harrison Butker with eight seconds left in the game. Mahomes, a champion once again. It didn't come from one person. Everybody said we had to step our game up. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. Um, in our offense, we, we found a way. Man, I just want to thank everybody. During a post-game interview on Fox, Mahomes right there saying this was a team effort. Here's Coach Andy Reid. Well, he's the MVP. I mean, that's all that needs to be said, right? MVP. And he saw it tonight. Someday Reed's going to be in the Hall of Fame as a Super Bowl champion coach again. Let's go to CBS's Steve Futterman with the latest on the game. Celebration on the field here in Glendale, Arizona. Confetti being blown up in the air. The Kansas City Chiefs are back on top of the NFL. A Super Bowl win over the Philadelphia Eagles. This one came down to the final seconds. It took a field goal with less than 10 seconds to go. But in the end, it's Kansas City on top, beating Philadelphia 38-35. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. It was a defensive holding penalty on James Bradbury of the Eagles that was questioned widely just before that third and eight play was in motion. It was called at the line of scrimmage. Bradbury did admit after the game that he did tug on the jersey. That play was called. It did set up a first down, and the Chiefs are able, with the Eagles running out of timeouts, able to run the clock down for that field goal by Butker. Shouldn't take away from Mahomes' performance. He was named, as I mentioned, the game's MVP. He appeared to re-injure an ankle at the end of the first half, but led his team to victory with four scoring drives in that second half. 
You know what time it is? Time to turn our attention to baseball. Jupiter, Florida, the spring training home of the St. Louis Cardinals. Matt Pauley is there. The Cardinals are holding their first official workout today in Jupiter, but players are continuing to report in waves. From a tactical standpoint, today is the report date for pitchers and catchers participating in the World Baseball Classic, although position players who are participating in the WBC are also mostly expected to be present. Later this week, any pitcher or catcher who has not already reported will need to do so, and then the first full squad workout will take place a week from today. With so many Cardinals participating in the WBC, there will be plenty of at-bats and innings for players trying to win a job or make an impression. Between the major and minor league roster, 19 Cardinals are on WBC rosters. From our TR Hughes Broadcast Center at Cardinal Spring Training, Matt Pauley, KMOX Sports. KMOX goes in-depth. If you're eating out for Valentine's Day, what's a trendy cocktail to order this year? Scott Jagow talked to a pair of local entrepreneurs in the know. Shaken or stirred, a hot trend for 2023 is liqueurs from Italy. The ones designed to sip before dinner and after you eat. They're called Amaro. Campari is one, vermouth, sherries, Aperol. At the Gin Room on South Grand, former chef Michael Fricker plans to turn the patio into Amaro heaven this summer. It's going to be an aperitivo, a spritz, and gin and tonic bar. And huh. so it's going to be very focused into Spanish-style gin and tonics uh, and very focused into an Italian-style spritzes. The Gin Room's founder, Natasha Barami, says people like the lower alcohol content of these liqueurs. In fact, no alcohol spirits are taking off, too. But sticking with drinks that at least have some booze, Barami says... We're trying to create kind of um, an aperitivo, a lower ABV drinking culture here around Amaro. A few restaurants around St. Louis and cocktail bars have been embracing Amaro's deeply. And it's starting to really pick up. Another hip thing to order these days, mezcal. People think it's the smoky relative of tequila, but tequila is actually a type of mezcal, like bourbon is a kind of whiskey. Fricker and Bahrami have plans for a new cocktail joint soon. It's hush-hush for the moment. But it will be immersive experience where guests can expect a one-on-one kind of something that is bringing things out that maybe not have not been done here before. By here, she means St. Louis. Bahrami and Fricker have already elevated the city in the eyes of the spirit world. In particular, their annual event known as Gin Week. It now brings to St. Louis internationally renowned producers of gin. Distillers globally now fly in. Amaro makers globally fly into this. I don't use this lightly, but... It is the center of gin for the United States. Gin Week will celebrate its ninth anniversary in September. Bahrami remains the only American who's been inducted into the International Gin Hall of Fame. Scott Jagal, KMOX News. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.